As we draw our thoughts back together, I want to think a little bit about the, the coming year. Uh, 2024 has come, and uh, it's exciting to be able to be back together. But I suspect some of us at least have a few reservations about the coming days, coming months, maybe even a few fears. I, I want to just start off this year by turning us to the last couple of verses in the book of Jude. And... Uh, Jude writes these really in a messed up world that has a lot of awful things going on it, a lot of wicked things going on it, and also in a world where even those who have claimed to follow Christ are drifting. They're turning their backs on faithfulness. In other words, Jude writes this letter in a world very much like ours. And he ends this uh, one chapter book, he ends it this way, he says this, to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy, to the only God our Savior be glory, majesty, power, authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages, now and forevermore. Amen. Now, Jude reminds us of two things. The person who is able and the promise of the person who is able. And I want to just think about those for just a minute. First of all, that, that very phrase, isn't it amazing that here is the one who is able. He is able. I, I mean, the credentials really of the Lord Jesus that uh, Jude brings out are, are overwhelming, aren't they? Uh, in, in verse 24, we're told that the second person of the second person of the Trinity, I take it that when it says God our Savior, it's uniting those two words and identifying uh, the Lord Jesus as our Savior there at that point. But he goes on in verse 25 and he said, look, just listen to the credentials of this one who is able. First of all, he is the one who is glory. To God be the glory. He's the one who has the qualifications over the whole universe to do what he wants. He's the one in charge. He's the majesty, the greatness of rule. I wonder, in the quiz that went around, we were asking uh, who had actually touched and shaken hands with King Charles. Who, anybody touch and shake hands with King Charles? You know, I was so disappointed. I was this far away <laughs> and couldn't get through there. You know, what an incredible thing. But, you know, here is one who actually can do something. King Charles is... A king, and he has authority in some limited way. Here is the one who has absolute authority, and he has the authority to rule as he wants. He has authority, which means the obligation to rule. This is the one who is able. It's really interesting. You go back to the very first verse of the letter of Jude, and you find that we are told that we are kept for Jesus Christ. That's who the believer, every believer is. They are being kept for Jesus Christ. But here in this verse, actually, it says that the one who's keeping us is the one to whom we're kept for. And that he is able. That's the person. But listen to the promise. It goes on and says this. He is able, firstly, to keep you from falling. I don't know about you, but I've come to that point in my life, and I don't know why in the world this happens biologically, but I've now discovered that some of my legs are shorter than they ought to be. I keep trying to stumble. I don't know why that is. If you know, be sure to tell me on that. 
I, I wonder how many went ice skating for the first time this year. Anybody go ice skating for the first time? Nobody's going to own up to that. My grandchildren went ice skating for the first time, a two-and-a-half-year-old and a four-year-old. And they went out to the Battersea Ice Ring, and they were skating around Battersea Ice Ring. How many times do you think they fell? Not once. Amazing. They're not prodigies, I have to be honest. But actually what it was is their mom and dad, they were holding them. And despite their best efforts to fall at every single moment, they never fell. And in one sense, that's exactly what this verse is saying. That he is able to keep you from falling. Uh, The word means to be tripped up or to stumble over something. Uh, He's the one whose hand is so strong upon your life that he will keep you from falling irretrievably. He will preserve us and carry us. And, you know, as we go into this coming year, isn't that wonderful? As you begin, just quiet yourself for a moment, beginning of this year, and be reminded that there is a hand that will keep you from falling. Isn't that wonderful? Doesn't mean we won't make mistakes. Doesn't mean that things in life will not disappoint us. Doesn't mean there won't be disillusionments. Doesn't mean we won't be bewildered. But what it means is this, that hand of the one who is able will never take his hand off you. He will keep you from falling. And if that's not enough, it says, and he will also, he is able, it says, to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. Now, Jude here is reminding us really of the focal point of everyone who's come to put their trust in Christ. And if you're here and you haven't put your trust in Christ, can I just really urge you to come talk to Dave or myself or one of us? We'd love to share with you something of the wonder that means this could be true of you in this coming year. But notice here, it says that he will present you with great joy. Now, first of all, he's reminding us of the certainty of that day. One day the Lord Jesus Christ will return. Jesus said in his own words in Matthew 16, he said, for the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what he has done. That day is a certainty. Tomorrow is not a certainty. I don't know what next week's going to hold. I have no idea what next month is going to hold. We may be going into this year and have a lot of question marks and a lot of uncertainties in our heart. But Jude reminds us there is a certainty at the end of your life that cannot be changed. And right now, the one who is able is keeping you for that certainty. And the confidence of that day is incredible. The confidence of that day is that, that when the Lord brings each of his children to that day, that great day at his return, that, that it won't be simply that he will have delivered us from our own condemnation and judgment because of what we've done wrong, but rather he will present us with fault. To the Lord Jesus, 
with great joy. That is the confidence of that day. He won't be reserved, but he'll be there with incredible celebration as he presents and says, here is my precious one. I want to bring them now before you. They've been kept for you. And finally, the celebration of that day will be a celebration of unsurpassed and unimagined joy. Now, you may right now be going through a difficult time. Maybe there are tears and doubts in your heart. And we have to be honest and say, for all of us at times, we experience that. But here we're being reminded that that is only a temporary fleeting experience. One day that will be overwhelmed and smothered in joy unspeakable and full of glory before his presence. And you will be there because he who is able will present you without fault and great joy before the throne of God. Do we have discouragements that cast us down? Well... One day, there will be more than enough encouragement that will lift us into joy. Do we have disappointments that haunt us maybe as we begin this year? The promise here is that all of that will be wiped away as we come to the fulfillment of God keeping us and presenting us before his throne. And do we have disillusionments that almost threaten to crush us at times? Can I just say to you that when... The Lord presents you before his throne in great joy. All those will fade away. For we have one who is able to keep you from falling and one day present you before his throne with great joy. Let's start not 2024 with that fix in our heart that one day that will be true of me. Dave.